Gips, lovely to meet you. CTO of Crew, you're going to be talking to us about some of the challenges of building a digital bank. First, tell us, what is social banking? Social banking can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. Um, for us, social banking is about how banking services and products connect people financially. So it's about simplifying how money is used, removing all the awkwardness and fuss around it, making sure money can move fast, uh, securely, in a way with all the protection that you expect from your bank, but at the same time is in a very naturally intuitive manner that you're trying to achieve um, that supports groups of people, families, friends. That's, that's what it is for us. Uh, help me understand the five-a-side analogy because I like that one. That that was the penny drop moment for me where I understood it. How would that process actually work if you're using Crow? Yeah, sure. Um, one one of the common issues that we identified um, with with five-a-side football was was that a lot of teams kick off. They have a few games. And then things fall apart. Uh, one of the most common reasons that we heard why teams did not continue or last too long was all the awkwardness in, in the team captain having to chase up on pitch fees, on, on, on bookings, uh, trickiness around how you, if, if you go out for drinks after the game, how do you manage, split, track your spending, who spent yeah. what, where. It might, you might select a number of different venues and it gets more and more complicated each time. So yeah. what, what we have got with Crew is uh, an, an e-money account right now um, that enables us to track how money is spent, organize people in groups, um, send out payment requests, manage scheduled payments. You can track all your spending and effectively manage it with significant ease. Um, and and, and that's, that's what the, why, why we are quite happy to think that we are solving an important problem uh, for, for five-a-side football teams. I agree. I agree. Talk, talk to us a little bit about Crew's mission, your role as CTO with Crew, and, and what that's really looked like for the last couple of years. Sure. Um, yeah, so I, I joined Crew uh, about a couple of years ago to, to lead the work on IT strategy, um, governance and controls required to enable Crew to transition into a fully licensed bank in the UK. And I'm happy to say as of 24th of June, uh, last Friday, we are now a fully licensed bank in the UK. So yeah, that's that's been an amazing achievement for the team at Crew. Um, and yeah, that's it's it's required a lot of sweat, blood, and tears, as as most uh, things worth in life usually do. So yeah, it's it's been an interesting journey. Um, I'm I'm currently responsible for all areas of IT, architecture, data, engineering, infrastructure, um, yeah. operations, and security. So that's that's me. Um, crew was was started with an intent to look at removing financial awkwardness in, in transactions between friends, families, so the social aspects of it. Um, we didn't want to look at how do we change banking to make it more social. We were looking at, hey, what are the social aspects that people care about yeah. and how do we give them some of the features and services that banking provides or they want to use. So that's where the concept of it is 
it was envisioned from the ground up in, in a totally different manner. Um, it, it's about making sure not just something that customers feel that they are getting the help from their bank, they're protected by their bank, but also a banking product and solution that they absolutely love to use and share with their friends and, and families, right? That, that's the core of our, of our proposition. I'm not, not something that's draconian, but it's focused on all aspects of financial wellness for our customers, but also yeah. making sure that it's good for the planet. And, and that's what makes Crew such an exciting proposition in, in social banking. Nice. Okay. What, what's next for you guys and girls? We touched on a bit of that, but I know that you wanted to talk about a couple of things. What's next for you guys and girls? Yeah, so um, right now, um, we, we are kicking off our personal current account. That's the one that's in the works. Uh, we are launching our first financial product as a fully licensed bank. Uh, this is going to be a personal current account for our customers. The countdown to it is on, and we have a growing wait list of prospective customers already. So you, Good. you can come on our website or download our app and join the waitlist. Love it. Love it. Talk to us about this license. You know, we, we've touched on it a couple of days, sorry, a couple of times now. Last Friday was obviously a significant day. Tons of work's gone into that. Help the listeners understand what that process really looks like getting a fully licensed UK. It's, it's a long, drawn-out process. It takes a lot of time, a lot of care, a lot of diligence goes into getting a full um, UK banking license. Um, the financial services markets is, is quite highly regulated. Um, yeah. And our UK regulators are really set the standard in terms of what good looks like in, in terms of customer protection, stability of the banking ecosystem, and meeting that bar to be able to demonstrate you have a solid business model and can drive and meet the regulatory requirements around operating a full bank um, is is a challenge for a number of organizations especially if you're starting up small you're a fintech yeah um, so there, there are a number of areas and it, it it doesn't take like one or two people to build it uh, or get a license it takes a village as the saying goes um, but the process for for us to to almost Two and a half, three years, and and that's just the really? the main part of the process. Um, initially, they, they, you you need to have a contact with the UK regulators. That's the FC and the PRA. Um, yeah, talking about your intent to apply, they they will have some questions around you know what what the business proposition is, what the business model is going to be, how is it going to be structured, how how are we planning to make money and keep it operational, and uh, some aspects around around controls and governance. Um. Thereafter, you have a high-level summary meeting, which focuses on the proposition. Yeah. Um, how would you keep the customer, the banking ecosystem safe and protected, but also stable? Um, that's that's the main main criteria. And then you have a number of, of, of feedback cycles where they would ask for additional details, yeah. market research, risks, mitigations. What does your governance structure look like? Um, what kind of controls do you have? Uh, cat capital adequacy is another key aspect. So they look at multiple aspects and it's effectively a feedback loop with lots of questions and answers. Um, and then you, you would be submitting what's called a regulatory business plan um, and a number of supporting documents. We, we were 
looking at like several hundred documents uh wow several over a thousand pages of of processes and policies and things like that all of which play a key role in shaping the organization um and and implementing uh, a lot of lot of the requirements that that are required by the regulators yeah. so again once you submit the regulatory business plan and the documents it goes through that again feedback loops um and then things start moving to the next stage where you look at um, the regulators review the senior management functions um, or people who would be playing those key roles. Um, they, they look at your capital adequacy and liquidity plans. Um, and then once they're happy with all the documents, processes, policies, um, you en enter a phase called you, you get your authorization with restrictions. So for us, um, it was in July, I think July 7th last year, when we got our authorization with restriction. What, what does that mean? So effectively, you're authorized as a bank, but it's not a full license. Right. And there would be certain restrictions placed on you. The most significant amongst them for a bank in the UK is that you cannot take um, aggregate customer deposits exceeding 50,000 pounds. Got you. Right. Yeah. So, uh, fifty thousand pounds is a, a relatively small amount. It it doesn't um, it make it. You know, you, you can't really be operational as a bank. So the idea with with that restriction is to ensure that you do not increase the risk, but at the same time look at testing out some systems like how you're connected to payments, right? Yeah. Banking ledgers, uh, part of different payment schemes, your set settlements, etc. And effectively get to run and use a lot of the systems that unless you are a bank, you can't really get access to or really test out in earnest. So yeah. that's, that's the main, main area uh, of focus in authorization with restriction. Um, with, and that's a mobilization phase. So typically organizations have about a, a, a 12 hour window, a 12, 12 month window to, to look at in terms of when they can, um, when they're typically in mobilization and once um, there may be certain criteria such as um, they would review your IT controls and governance, IT strategy. Um, one of the things you need to submit is a, a set of documents and, and what kind of controls you have. And, and there could be different stipulations around that. Um, and then you submit a variation of permission, which is effectively enables the regulators to confirm that they are happy to lift the £50,000 restriction. And Got that's how you get our full, full banking. Party time. Party time. What was that? Was that twelve months period where you're authorized and restricted? Was was that quite a good learning phase? Because you touch on IT strategy there as as something that they will review. Was that almost like a twelve month breathing gap of this is what we need to learn more about, or did you feel you already knew the ecosystem quite well? So for us, Elliot, um, the IT strategy is something that they want to ensure that it's approved through the management has been approved by the board. They would do yeah. the IT strategy. Strategy is longer than 12 months. They want to ensure that it has enough runway. It takes into account how the organization or the bank plans to scale up over the next yeah. few years, looking at both products, um, key aspects like governance, risk management, project and change management, outsourcing of, of different services, um, but also core things like service delivery, incident management, uh, yeah. backup and disaster recovery. They, they, their intent is to ensure that IT is, that there is that thought process and strategy that you're thinking about these key considerations, 
but also controls which show how are you ensuring that the that the policies and processes are being followed being adhered to and and demonstrate that all of it it works as expected right so got you that that's the key part but like i said uh, testing of of payments that that you can use your card with card providers in different schemes uh, connectivity for for faster payments and things like that um, become easier and, and you can start running them while while you're in it um, we have been just trying to run a, a closed testing loop with with some of our friends and families within nice. to, to make sure that all of our functionality works got you cool okay i do want to talk about um tech architecture and how you actually built crew i'd love to try and uncover that and understand some of the whys in there as well so this will probably require you to to think back two years ago two and a bit years ago when you joined what what did the technology state of crew look like then take us through what you look like today as well so um primarily we our, our tech stack is react native apps for ios and android uh, we are cloud native on AWS as a cloud provider with Terraform for infrastructure as code. Um, we have Clojure microservices. Um, we use something called HAL for RESTful microservices. Um, HAL is hypertext application language. Um, it, it's built on top of REST. It, it's on the Richardson maturity model for REST. It gives us additional describability and discoverability of services. Um, we have an event-driven architecture with Kafka at its core. Uh, we follow, we use Postgres for our database. It, it has a native JSON support, and that's been a key driver for, for us using it. Um, we use Concourse CI for continuous delivery pipelines. Um, yeah. A number of open-source cloud-native foundation products like Prometheus, Grafana, Alert Manager, uh, and also a lot of commercial tools like Datadog. Got you. Got you. Why closure? Closure was 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 an interesting choice, um, and its its selection really predates me. Um, Crew's been been going for about about seven years in total now, and closure was the language that we selected for our microservices. Um, the thinking was what what we took into consideration was it's a very practical, very pragmatic language. Um, it helps to organize a fast and efficient. Um, software delivery life cycle and processes to support it. Um, it, it runs on tried and tested uh, JVM. So we use Clojure on, yeah. on, on our, our JVM. It also runs on like there's a JavaScript version of it that you can run on browsers, but our usage of Clojure is on the JVM for our microservices. Um, it's, it's quite simple. It has an everything as, as code view. Um, so it's, 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 you have the ability to um, interoperate with a lot of libraries in Java, which is a tried and tested enterprise grade uh, language and platform um, that's got a number of things that that organizations need to be able to build out a full banking ecosystem of, of services and products. Um, it makes it's we have definitely seen that's very expressive, um, gives us a boost in terms of productivity of how quickly we are able to generate and um, new new features and products and launch them. Um, robust it's got you know the focus is on small testable components um, yeah 
Clojure has great features that support immutability um, as well as, you know, how, how you can manage and be aware of, of, of side effects or rather the lack of it, um, all coming from its functional programming paradigm, right? So th those are the key, key reasons why we selected Clojure. Of course, it comes with its own challenges, but yeah, those, the, the, these were the positives that made us select Clojure as our language of choice. Got you. Uh, I even think it's a brave move seven years ago. It is quite a brave move. True. Um, the probable challenges that made it braver um, were that fact that there's a very niche market for developers at the yeah. time. Um, not a lot of people were, were into closure. Um, other aspects like tooling, for instance, was not as well developed. Um, yeah. We have put in a lot of effort to also uh, publishes uh, a number of packages and, and you know some con contributes them back into the closure open source community as well so nice that's that's an area that it's, it's about building the whole ecosystem as we go along uh, things are vastly different now there are a number of organizations yeah uh, not just in financial services but in related spaces like you know prop tech or um, legal tech yeah. and, and insure tech uh, who are also using closure based microservices yeah, I think that support system's key, really, or that that's how I understand it, as in that's what I meant, as in it's a brave move, probably from two angles, you know, like a, a recruitment standpoint, as in hiring people that understand the language, um, but even that support system, you know, in, in, the, in the wider ecosystem, people actually using it to be able to help you on issues. I can imagine that that could have been a challenge. And that's one of the good things. Um, closure community is small and has been small. Um, if, if you look at languages, right, the, the definitive guide on that is the TOB index, which looks at you know language adoption, the ones that are being adopted yeah. widely, the communities around it, libraries and so on. So it's, it, it doesn't make it into the top languages. But what's been really good about Clojure is even though its community is small, it's, it's close-knit, there's a lot of collaboration and cooperation. Um, a number of participants in the ecosystem find that they, they get a lot of support, friendly advice, help from the rest of the ecosystem. And I think that that sometimes exceeds that of other more well-known or well-loved. Yeah, is. So. fair point. What do you think the challenges are for neobanks or digital banks of of today's age what, what do you think the challenges are for them um are you looking at the challenges to become a new bank or the challenges after you become a new bank okay good question tell me about both so if you think about if, if you have decided you want to become a, a new bank and the challenges there are, are it's a multi-dimensional problem. It's not just about IT or technology. That's yeah. even though a number of these new banks are digital, often digital first and cloud native. Um, yeah, it's technology is just one one dimension of it. it like I said, it take, takes a whole village. You need people from from compliance, from finance, from from legal, from customer support, operations. So you have to think about a number of aspects of what it means to run and operate as a bank um, and look at it from a, a customer-centric viewpoint of what you're 
what's your value proposition, what you're trying to provide them as, as products and services. So that's, that's the core part of the problem. And, and within each of them, uh, these sub areas, there, there's a lot to unpack. Um, yeah. If you pick just, just IT, for instance, it's about understanding um, areas of IT governance, um, what IT controls do you have, uh, what, what are the areas of, of risks and how you manage them. And for a new, new organization looking to become a bank, it's about defining processes, policies, frameworks, guardrails for all of these in, in areas like infrastructure, architecture, security, yeah, got you. and data. Got you. Okay. So that's to be a digital bank. What do you think after the challenges are? So the when once you start running as a bank, uh, the next phase of challenges are, are around how you continue to build and scale. Um, it, it's just the start of the journey. So as a bank, so you, you're now the main focus shifts towards operations. How can you continue to operate, provide your customers with the best services um, for, for the products that, that you have while continuously looking at, okay, what's next? What are you going to build and offer in the short yeah. term? What's, what's coming up in your product road, roadmap and making sure you have got all aspects from risk, from compliance, from operations, not just the product teams building it, all aligned and in, in sync. Got you. Okay. Talk to me about some of the tech then, because I'm keen to understand where an IT strategy comes into play. We're talking about building and scaling a digital bank that will come with some of its own technical challenges. But really, the core technical challenges would be really good to uncover and understand. Sure. Um the, the core aspects that, that you would look at in, from an IT strategy standpoint are, are, are how are you going to, to build, um, build the products, build, build the whole organization around IT. Um, and, and what that involves is looking at aspects like, okay, um, for different sets of products or services you have in mind, uh, how do you intend to build them? Are you looking at building everything? Would you be integrating some of them if you're looking at integrating what's your strategy for um, selecting yeah. providers what kind of providers do you want to work with what does the integration architecture and landscape look like for you how do you ensure your your connectivity and integrations are secure um, what would be the process the operational processes in case there are reconciliation gaps or challenges that you need um, some of them have control measures so you need to look at how have you verified that it's been built securely? How have you tested it? Um, but also looking at things like, okay, if a customer raises a complaint or um, they, there's a missed payment in the system somewhere, or it, it's not exactly what you expected, how are you then going to be able to follow through and, and find those, right? So at the strategy level, you define what your approach is going to be. It doesn't require you know, details around the actual implementation. Um, that that often gets ironed out later on as the teams work with um, different prop products or providers to identify what would be the most suitable thing to integrate with or build as we go along. There's quite a lot in there. Yes, uh, uh, quite a deep detail on the strategy side. That's that's true. Um, 
uh, often it's, it's it's an interesting challenge because the the IT strategy for for a bank um, goes through. You know, everyone will have their own governance process and cycles. Um, but again, the regulators look at the IT strategy to be approved by management and the board um, before they would go through it and review it as well. They want to make sure that it takes into account things, not just in terms of what's required to get it up and running, but also how does it scale? Like, yeah. would, would it be able to handle increasing load as more customers come on board? Would yeah. it require significant changes as it evolves? So they, they factor in a number of things and dimensions to look at. Um, it, it's it's a complex and specialist area. Um, yeah, it's, so it's it, it does take take some yeah, and it's very interesting. I would be it can happily take a um, several hours just just chatting about it. So yeah, well, where do you think more of the technical challenges sit? With the strategic side of things, or actually on the scalability aspects? If you get the strategy right, it takes into account the approach for scalability for sure. Yeah, right? true. So that's that's a solid foundation to build upon. Um, the actual scalability, you would test it as part of your, um, in fact, some of the work we did even before we entered mobilization, making sure our systems could handle that kind of volume, um, increased load. And, and you take into account what worked, you learn. If there are lessons to be learned uh, and and upgrade or uh, change your sizing policies and things like that as you go along, so yeah. What what's been your biggest learning from a tech point? Do you think? Um, I think the biggest learning that we have had is in terms of finding the balance between how do you build a fast digital cloud native engineering platform practices and teams while at the same time adhering to all the regulatory requirements and change management governance control requirements that you have they, these are effectively opposing forces and yeah. finding that that sweet path uh, and it's not a, a straight line you often have to zigzag across it to to maintain that balance and and deliver that that is a really hard hard nut to crack. I would say. What What do you think the secret sauce is to cracking it? Um, th- there isn't a single secret sauce. I would say, or a silver bullet. Uh, it you need to identify what works best in your context. Um, they, mm. you know there are frameworks that that exist, and you can think of okay, I'm going to apply this this five step process. Uh, a lot of it doesn't work if you try and apply them as, as a fixed template on organizations. It's about being a part of it, realizing what the, the core propositions are, what we're trying to achieve, uh, yeah. how, how does the team currently work, what are the challenges they face, and what, what are things that they are very you know at, at the heart of what they want to do and how they want to do it. So ways of working, right? And then looking at regulations not just what does the regulation say in terms of the letter of the regulation but also in terms of the spirit of it and that that helps you find the the sweet spot more often than not where how how much you can stretch how much you can flex both in terms of the team and in terms of how you are able to demonstrate that you meet all the requirements from a regulatory and control perspective got you so it has been a big couple of months with 
um, a full UK banking license, some funding. Yeah, Series B. Series B, love it. What's next for you guys aside from the current account? You know, we spoke a little bit about that, but what what do you think is next for the business? So right now, once we launch the current account, it's also about having um, all the operations, the customer support, uh, making sure that it's not just a product that we launch. It's about making sure we can support our customers. It's a financial product comes with its own regulation and requirement for us to make sure the customers have a good journey in adopting it, using it. Um, but it's also about what features we're looking to add next. Um, there's a lot of gap um, in, in the market in, in terms of um, a bank being thought of as somebody that cares about the customer's wellness, uh, financial wellness primarily. But and, and And that's an area where we are thinking about how can we make that difference, not just becoming a product that really cares about uh, the customers, but also making sure they love what, what we build. So that's, that's what's, what's next. Um, in, in terms of core features, our, our product roadmap is, is a public one. Uh, we, we do publish it. There's a very good feedback cycle. Um, we, we listen and, and try to follow what, what, what our customers are looking for. A number of features come up um, through our, our, our processes of innovation. Um, we run quarterly hackathons. So uh, a number of core features that we have in our apps today have come up from some great ideas that, that our teams had uh, during hackathons. And, and that's something that we see as, as a key driver in how we choose to identify What's next? Um, is, is it a savings account that we are looking to launch? Would we be looking at investments? Are there more um, ESG-driven initiatives um, that we can bring on board? And, and how can we help um, launch products and services that are not just good for our customers, but also good for the planet? So that's, that's kind of the, the thinking that, that happens, driven by user research, the feedback we get from our customers, and and what we see in the market. Nice. Okay. It wouldn't be an engineer's podcast if we weren't asking you how you plan to use some of that funding about where you want to hire, if you want to hire, particularly in engineering teams. So from from your point of view, being the CTO, what, what do you think that is for, let's just use the next 12, 18 months as a gauge? Yeah. What do you think you'll be hiring? So... If if we look back um, over the last two years and a bit, we have grown our engineering team five times. So nice. we are on a significant growth trajectory. Uh, when I joined, we had about 30 people. Uh, as of today, we are around 132. So nice. We, we have grown quite, quite significantly as an overall organization as well. And I'm happy to say there are a number of roles across product, customer support, compliance, risk operations, and engineering. We are actively growing and scaling our organizations. Um, you, you, you can find out a lot more on our website. There's a career section um, on, on our website. Um, and we're looking for highly motivated people, people who want to make a difference um, to banking, want have a desire to change what a good social bank means to customers and create a much loved product and services that that's what we're looking to do 
Nice. Okay. From an engineering point of view, what what's the kind of profile that you're going to be looking for in people? Our, our typical, we have a cross-functional team and, and what we primarily look to hire are, are full stack engineers. So people who can build features and products end-to-end. So they're, they're, they're okay. part of delivering not just a, a cool-looking functional screen on a mobile app, but taking it all the way through and making sure it's wired up to all the services and nice. data. And that's um, how our teams are structured. We focus on products rather than on projects. We follow the, um, the, the squad model, uh, looking at how our, our products, our teams are organized around products, and, and that's, that's what we're looking to hire for. Cool. There's going to be some links below for for everyone listening. Um, as always, I, I want to say a big thanks, Dips. Thanks for coming to share with us a little bit more about Crew, building a social bank for the world, doing some good stuff. There's some more stuff to come. I know we can't share all of it, but there is some good stuff to come. Ladies and gents, follow these guys and girls. Um, if If you want to make an impact on social banking, they are doing some cool stuff and you've only got to go and see their website to have a look at that. But if you are in engineering and and feel like you want to join the journey and join Dips, then um, come and take a look. And Dips, big thanks. Big thanks. Thank you, Elliot. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. And it, it's really good to find um, people who are excited about social banking and, and the proposition that we have. And yeah, I'm sure we'll be talking about this in, in the future as well probably no doubts <laughs> no doubts and and for everyone watching like share subscribe show your friends and family the product the podcast and peace and love everyone enjoy thank you everyone hey guys thanks for watching this episode uh, massively appreciate you listening and checking in with us if you want to find out more about us and what we're doing, please check us out on social media. What we're trying to do at Engineers is build a community to drive knowledge, sharing, and experiences. On Twitter, we can be found at engineers.io. It's no underscore. We've also got a website, which is engineers.io. These links will all be posted in the description. Any feedback and comments are massively appreciated. We're always looking to improve on where we can. Thanks, guys.